Hi guys, my name is Janelle Roberts. Welcome back to the To All The People podcast. I am so excited because I have none other than Luke with me today. Before we get started, you know, I kept talking about how I was going to have more people on the podcast, more open conversations, more inclusive conversations, those type of things. But due to the Dallas weather right now in Texas, that's just been really, really harsh and really bad. We have to cancel a lot of stuff. So today we're going to have Luke on um, in lieu of <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm the backup. <laughs> but you guys seem to really like the episode that Luke was on with me because we were just able to have like some really like in-depth conversations and it was on it's, it's it's the second best episode on the podcast i'll take that i'll take second yeah first would have been cool but it's yeah. fine it's yeah. fine how are you feeling today luke i'm good we're we're snowed in um gonna spend some good time with my lady yeah and just enjoying the downtime that's good do you know i brought you on here today to grill me no, I wanted to talk about <laughs> that too, but I also wanted to talk to you about Valentine's Day and just love and all those type of things. Do you ever feel like there's like a lot of pressure on Valentine's Day? I definitely would say so in America. It's like a a holiday that has a lot of pressure on it, mm-hmm. you know, to, to show up and show out mm-hmm. for your significant other. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, I think it's a good holiday, but it's definitely like a, there's a lot of money behind Valentine's Day. Definitely. Okay, so I wanted to talk to you about because I want to go really deep because I went down like a TikTok rabbit hole the other day and there's this one trauma therapist that I was listening to and she was talking about how like she feels like, um, it's not like she feels like it, but she just like talked about EMD therapy and trauma therapy and family therapy. And she talked about how like oftentimes like we as couples, not saying us, but just us in general, we are emulating um, our parents. So sometimes we'll seek out partners that remind us of our partners that remind us of our parents. Do you think that's true? (laughs) I think it's, I think it's true. I don't know me personally. I don't know if, it's always seeking out someone similar to your parents, but I definitely would say that in a relationship, you could kind of emulate that relationship that you had with a parental figure, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. I feel like we've had conversations about this, like, you know, like how your gra- your grandma was like a stay-at-home wife and like how your grandpa went to work every single day. They come from that generation where like the women don't really question things. They just kind of go with the flow. Right. Right. And then for me, at least, like, I didn't really see, like, I didn't really have, like, two parents constantly in, like, the household, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Why are you grinning like that? Like what? I don't know. So I just wanted to just just wanted to talk to you about, um, like, how Valentine's been has how Valentine's has been with us in our relationship. Because I feel like there's been like a lot of like unlearning that we have we've had to do. There've been some some hits and misses. There's been some hints and misses, and then also like on my recent podcast, I talked about like you know setting boundaries even with families and friends, and I was talking about how like our on our relationship how like codependent I was, or how codependent we both are. Do you think we are emulating our parents' love, or what we saw growing up, you and I? I think I think in our relationship we've definitely at least from me to you I definitely would say that in a weird way I I kind of treated you 
at times like how my mom treated me oh we're going there yeah i mean i don't mean it i don't mean it in like a bad way Mm -hmm. you know like my mom i think my mother's a good person but she is she's an amazing person there were a lot of situations where she was more of a financial supporter of mine Mm -hmm. than an emotional supporter me and her have had conversations about this too yeah and i don't think that you know i don't think that uh she did anything wrong like given her we're not going to go too deep into her situation but i don't think she did anything wrong but kind of the way that she treated me i think i've treated you where it was like i'm just gonna take care of things financially but i won't always show up and be there present and emotionally because i remember times you know when i was a kid my mom would always be on the phone yeah because she was a salesman she was always hustling Mm-hmm. You know, and I think even though I didn't grow up around her, that probably transferred over to me a little bit. A lot of it. Yeah. Definitely. No, I can definitely see that. I feel like with like, you know, like, I feel like like I understand. I feel like I understand your mom and y'all's like relationship a little bit more. Like, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like I'm understanding a lot. After talking to her. After talking to her, you know, and I think it's also different for women because there's that quote that says like you know women i don't know i don't know how to explain it it's just like women like we are really connected when we want to be so i kind of i feel like i understand her a lot better and i feel like since we've started dating i've been able to like help you understand her a lot more better and stuff because her who she is as a person it makes sense to me and then when i think about like my mom and like my parental figure like i talked about recently like on the podcast like how like i've had issues setting boundaries because oftentimes like my entire life was was revolved around someone else and i feel like when we were in a relationship it was a lot of that like where i would be really codependent on you for my happiness which i when i wasn't even realizing i was doing it do you know what i mean like it was i wasn't even doing it on purpose it was just like i had been trained to be that way and it, it took a lot of like unlearning it's like looking up at a star and like praising a star you know like all of your energy goes towards that mm-hmm. so you're almost looking for a new thing to focus mm-hmm. yourself on and mm-hmm. i mean we've had this conversation from uh, me to you too as well where it's like you know i don't have a lot of things that make me happy other than you which is really bad yeah i mean i'm not saying it's a good thing it's something i i think i'm working on like i'm happy i'm happy i make you happy but we've had these conversations where like sometimes we just have to have our own unique things yeah i mean that that goes with like personal growth right Mm -hmm. like if you're not focusing on making yourself better you're only focusing on Mm -hmm. that one thing you Mm -hmm. know other things eventually will will lack and dwindle Mm -hmm. i think about like your grandma a lot and like how like most of her life it was like her like just taking like being a stay-at-home wife and just like taking care of kids and you know just kind of stuff like that that's what she wanted though that is what that is what she wanted but that's not what but do you think that she was like emulating like what she saw growing up yeah definitely i mean especially that generation you know it was just stay home Mm -hmm. raise the kids Mm -hmm. clean laundry yeah i don't feel like you've ever expected me to do that nah you don't even like laundry (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't like laundry. I don't like anything. But I, but I feel like because like your mom was around and you saw like your mom is just like such like a feminist. Like she's such like a hard worker. She has her own money. She gets she has a very can do spirit and stuff. So I feel like you were able to kind of like see like two different types of types of like households if that makes sense like you're able to see two different types of women one that was more domesticated and one that definitely was more is the right word for your mom dominant i don't want to say is dominant the right word i mean i don't know to say that yeah i mean my mom's a gay woman but you know she was raised in a period of time where you know it's not like it is now where you can just be free and be who you are yeah she comes from a time period where you could get fired for being gay yeah you know so she she's a unique case because you know she you wouldn't think Mm -hmm. by standards that that's what she is but she's also you know a strong businesswoman Mm -hmm. uh, pays all her own bills never has been taken Mm -hmm. care of by anyone except herself always the breadwinner took care of me took care of my grandparents but she also but she also is like very like she has like a perseverance spirit like she's just someone that like like i guess like i guess like what i'm asking you like do you ever see like those character traits that were in our family dynamics and our upbringing sometimes in our relationship i would definitely say so i think you've really grown into being like your own professional woman well, I had to learn how to, I had to learn how to like separate emotions. Yeah. Because like, I didn't, you know, like when I, when I, I used to, I, I don't see any of the emotions of my childhood or my family in you. You know, I think you're completely different. And I think you and I, like our upbringings were completely different. Mm-hmm. And I don't, you know, I think you and my mom, I don't think you'll have that many similarities. You know, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't say that I went out pursuing someone like my parents because I don't think you're like that. Mm. Now, you are a professional. You take everything serious. You you absolutely take care of a lot of people. But I think the situations are pretty different. Okay. You can disagree. I don't disagree. I do feel like, you know, like for me at least growing up, I did the weird thing is like whenever I was like in therapy and stuff and like when I would go to therapy the person that would come up the most would always like be like my stepdad like a lot like significantly like that's someone that came up a lot because he was like my first perception of like what a man is so I remember like before you and I even started dating a lot of the people that I would talk to would have like such similar I like this sweatshirt by the way would have such similar like would have such similar character tra- character traits to him in a very very weird way because well, it was the he's only like a boot camp dad he was a boot camp dad but it was the only like male figure that i've that i saw growing up mm-hmm. like you know being in a coming from a family with a bunch of women like there's no type of male energy to like break up that space and sometimes i feel like you need that in like certain like family dynamics just there's just so many women so many opinions so many riffs so many refs so like i saw a lot of women in my family not getting married and not being in love like i think probably the first wedding i ever went to was my grandma when she got married when i was like eight or seven or eight around that age to sylvester to sylvester I got you. So it's just like, it would just be like a lot of like, I think also like for me, at least I've had to figure out like what love is 
and like what that looks like and i think that's like why it might be very scary for like certain people to date because it's just like you don't even know sometimes you don't even know what's right and what's wrong and i think sometimes we stay in like dynamics and relationships that aren't serving us because we don't even know that it's not even a good relationship for us because we haven't seen anything differently so i had to like do like a lot of like unlearning and a lot of like untraining and stuff because you know having someone around that you know could be abusive and having someone around like like you know my stepdad only only rewarded me when i did something well like it was you know what i mean like if i made a good like i remember if i came in from a b with a b i would get in trouble like it was i was i was only praised for succeeding and i feel like i kind of like I don't want to say I did that in our relationship. And I don't See, because we're literally the opposite because I was praised for doing the bare minimum. For doing the bare minimum. Yes, yeah. you were, you were, you were. And if you had any problems, you would just be rescued or picked up from school. Yeah, because they felt bad for me. They felt bad for you. Mine more so was like, you're going to have to sit in your shit and you're going to have to figure it out on your own. But also like, whenever I would go to my parents about something wrong with me, they would like get upset at me. Yeah. And so, like, I had to learn how to be vulnerable with you because I kept having this, like, idea in my head that, like, if I don't learn, I kept feeling like if I ever told you what was really wrong, like, the times, like, I didn't have money or, like, remember when I lived in L.A. and I said, like, I would have to choose between, like, going out with friends or eating, like, it came down to that a lot of the times. And so, like, being in California and stuff and, like, having to, like, lean on you was, like, really hard because anytime something was ever wrong with me or anytime, like, I feel like something was going on, you know, and I would share it with, like, family or something, it would come at the expense of, like, them, like, putting me down or being abusive. So I had to really learn how to, like, be vulnerable and be more open to you. And, and I don't even think, like, you remind me of those, of my, like, parents or anything. I think it's just more so that, like, I was, like, probably incoherently training you to be like them for me. Does that it's sound kinda, crazy? No, it's kind of weird you say that because now, you know, when you put it that way, it makes me think that, you know, maybe the way you were before mm-hmm. you started working on yourself was kind of similar to my mom. Because she, <laughs> not in a weird way, Yeah. because, like she's a pretty closed off person mm-hmm. i love her mm-hmm. but you know being emotional is not something she really does often yeah very true you know? and like i said i think a lot of that comes from the time period she had to grow up in mm-hmm. her professional career mm-hmm. and kind of having to be two different people yeah which you've actually told me you felt like you had to do at certain times yeah a lot because you went to a a wealthy white school but you went home to but i also feel like your mom had to be two different people in her own family dine in her own family home correct yeah so and i think that's and what we have career. in common and in her career i think that's what we have in common yeah so there are some similarities maybe i stand corrected there are and so i was like listen i was like hold on let me just like let's just bring let me it, just let's like just bring get him full. talking to see what he let's really said circle bring it all around hey guys you know we're uh celebrating janelle's birthday oh gosh she just turned 27 so everyone <laughs> everyone listening let's go ahead and happy birthday Janelle. stop this is just like such like a random podcast yeah it'll be a good one though it will be a good one i li- hopefully this is not the last time i get to come on hopefully I it won't be it won't be because like when we talked about we're not the same person we were when we first started dating that is very, 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 very true. Do you ever feel like you had a hard time letting your guard down? With you? Yeah. When we first started dating? 
I feel like you still kind of have a hard time letting your guard down sometimes. You're like yeah. an onion. I have to constantly like just pull you back. Yeah. I definitely think I do share that with my mom. I'm like super locked up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it is tough to mm-hmm. to get me to, to kind of open up. Yeah. I think I, I usually try to keep myself really busy. You do. To avoid, think. to avoid having to do that. Yeah. I think it's like so crazy. Like as I get older, I'm really starting to realize and like I'm starting to understand like how much of like our family dynamics play into like not just who we are as people, but just how we see and perceive world. Yeah, I would say so. And that's like that's like something that I think about often because like what I'm trying to do now is like unlearn like a lot of behaviors and a lot of things and just a lot of like ways that I've been and the ways that like I've treated you and the ways that I've also like treated myself like self-sabotaging behaviors um those kinds of things and I feel like once you like begin to grow in a different direction if you did come from like a toxic family dynamic not saying that you did because I don't believe you did at all but for me at least it's very hard to have technical difficulties (laughs) technical difficulties we're back we're back we're back in action okay have a couple of questions to ask you ask them Janelle said I need to elaborate a little bit more. People who uh, don't know me, uh, I don't really talk a lot. I think I listen more than I talk. That's a lie. But what? Really? You really gonna? You really gonna call me out? Okay, like that? these are just like for people that are listening. The questions? Yeah. Okay. And elaborate. I'm going to. Do you think it's okay to go against your parents when it comes to your love? Absolutely. Why? Because I don't think I don't think parents always are a hundred percent in tune with what kind of relationship you have. Mm-hmm. You know, because think about it. Like, you're, God, I don't want to. I don't want to call her up. Your mom at times I don't think a hundred percent is supportive. Was supportive, yeah. Yeah. With like the little jab, little jabs, little comments, yeah. where You know, insinuations and stuff like that. So you know, I mean think about that situation if you had listened to that mm-hmm. we might not be here on the couch doing this podcast right now facts you know that's very very true also i wanted to say this one point too that i think that you have a similarity with your mom that i've observed is the fact that like she you know she doesn't conventionally date what is expected of her and that's very similar to you for sure because you're sitting over here with the black woman you know do you think it's bad for people to want partners that have similar character traits as their parents no i don't think that's i don't think that's a bad thing at all i mean personally i think if you have a a parent that you admire and you look for those kind of characteristics in a partner i think there's nothing wrong with that but if you have a toxic parent and you look for toxic people i would Mm -hmm. definitely say that's a problem how do you feel about people that date people that look similar to their parents i see that a lot like a lot a lot i think it's a little weird how come i just wouldn't want to look at i wouldn't want to look at someone that i'm intimate with and think about a parental figure (laughs) is that weird no it's not weird at all i totally understand that okay so i just wanted to tell you that 
first and foremost like i was reading this thing and it says there are many things that contribute to who we're attracted to resemblance between partners may be partially attributable to the theory that we're actually attracted to people who remind us of our parents may consciously or not base some of what you're looking for in a partner off of what you saw as a baby or child modeled by your parents or grandparents or guardians because these are the earliest caretakers who fed you and bathed you and kept you safe from the monsters under bed this process is often called imprinting that's crazy yeah imprinting imprinting because i kept saying training i think imprinting actually makes says like makes more sense scientists have hypothesized that humans also experience our own form of sexual imprinting though it's of course not as obvious since we don't exactly hatch and we can't be quite transferred from nest to, to nest for the study, individuals' awareness of their own sexual imprinting was measured... I don't know why they're talking about sexual imprinting. Let me just go through it. It's not just physical. There are significant numbers of people who have partnered up with folks who look nothing like them or their parents. I think we're like that. Just look at the 17% of U.S. weddings in 2015 that were interracial or at couples with different physical abilities. But sexual imprinting accounts for much more than what's skin deep. So you could literally just like want someone completely different from your parents, but it could also be like just a character trait in your mind that you subconsciously don't even know that you realize like you're attracted to. That makes sense. I mean, I feel like a lot of parents tell their kids like what they should look for. A thousand percent. You know, so I think you could either drift towards that or drift away from it one way or another. Facts. You know, I, I mean, our relationship, like I don't think either one of us were expecting to end up with Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it was just like a random occurrence. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm glad it happened. But no one, I never really had dating advice from anyone in my family. Same. I just saw what I saw. Same. You know, I never had a talk. Same. No birds and the bees, nothing. Same. You know, like, I never told you this, but like every time, like, I would like, you know, like... I, I don't know how to say this there was just so much negativity like centered around like intimacy like f growing up so like i remember like you know the first time i was you know physical i felt very like um i cried after and i kept thinking like i was gonna go to hell because like intimacy was just seen as this nasty just dark distraught things and i've opened up to you about how like sometimes like when like my parent will try to like you know show physical affection to me it honestly like i curl up because i'm i get scared that like some you know what i mean like not like i get scared like i get very nervous i think that a lot of that probably comes from someone that you love deeply hurting you too yeah because you didn't you weren't like if you never got hit as a child no hugs literally hugs like yeah. like hugs for real and i always think about that now like what kind of person you are because you're like deeply affectionate but i never feel like whenever you like touch me i never like flinch i mean like sometimes it catches me off guard just because of ptsd we already know what that is but it, ne it never just like it never just like makes me like curl up because i guess it just comes from like a place of love yeah like my grandma would not let me leave the house without a hug and an i love you and then oh. there was a, a note in my lunch that said i love you too must be you so know? nice hey i mean it was it was it was nice like yeah there would be instances where my mom would forget to pick me up from school <laughs> 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 like i'm not even kidding 
you know what's crazy is every time i drive by a school and i see a kid standing outside late after hours i think about you know really Mm-hmm. because oh, i think sad. about all the stories you told me where you would have to wait yeah you'd be the first there and last to leave yeah i think about that too all the time like sometimes like especially like i used to i used to feel like really really wildly connected to like young girls but now i feel really wildly connected just to just kids in general but like sometimes like lately i've been having this thing like as i'm getting older where like i just feel so connected to someone and without speaking to them without saying anything to them i almost like feel almost feel like i can feel everything that they're kind of like going through if that makes sense without them even verbalizing verbalizing it without them even verbal without them even verbalizing it and i don't know like that's like i think that's like why like i just like making like the the tiktoks and the videos and instagrams that i do in hopes that the little girl that or the little boy that was going through what i was going through could see that that there's another side to it i think that's why so many people reach out to you because they they feel similar things to you i appreciate you saying that i wish i could do more y'all should see janelle's dms i try to respond to all of them try to help as many people as you can i try to respond to all of them yeah but yeah this is just like such like a little random one huh i think people like random podcasts do you have any yeah i think they do too do you have any questions for me about valentine's day or anything what's your first valentine's day memory oh my god do you want to know i literally yeah. remember it so this boy named alex wade i've told you about alex wade he's like my alex first boyfriend <laughs> but he but we, but we were so awkwardly shy around each other don't worry guys me and luke we, we have these conversations like that we're we're very secure there ain't, there ain't nothing weird going on but when i was in fourth grade there was this boy named alex wade and he had freckles all over his face he's we still follow each, he follows you on instagram i think shit i'm gonna follow you back bro yeah yeah so um so alex wade like brought me flowers one time from school and i remember he would buy me gifts all the time when we were kids all the way from fourth all the way to like seventh or eighth grade he would always buy me like little gifts and like i would literally never take them home because like i would be scared to like mom would find my, mom, my mom would my mom would honestly <laughs> beat my mom would honestly literally. beat my ass so one day he brought me like 12 dozen roses i cannot make this shit up and he literally gave it to me when i got on the bus like i was going to get on the bus and he handed them to me he's like this is for you like he he was so painfully shy i was painfully nice though he was sweet he was so painfully shy like kid you not like we would we would like not talk the entire time like we would be at school all day never speak nothing we would just smile say hi like holding hands was like just too much that's like innocent child stuff though it was so so innocent so one time he handed me flowers right and like i literally got on the school bus and like everybody was like oh alex way got you flowers and i literally started crying hysterically because mm-hmm. i was like too shy i started crying because i knew that i was gonna have to go home with these mm. and my mom was gonna see them Mm-mm-mm. so Should've i remember threw them bitches out the window n- no they were so nice so I, I remember know, but like you know how. but listen i couldn't because this is how it was i lived in lancaster but i went to school in Carleton, so i my mom would have me ride the school bus to my friend's house and then she would be there to pick me up when she did pick me up and so this one day she came on time and we went back to the house and she she was like looking in the she was on the phone she didn't even notice because i had him in my backpack and she was and then i took him out and i put them in my room and she was like who who uh-uh 
where do you get these flowers from? Where do you get these flowers from, huh? Where do you get these flowers from? And I was like, they're for you. They're for you. This guy came to the school today, and these are for you. Nice. And it was like a nice. That that's like what I would always nice do. Nice cover. That's what I was. What I would always do. What about yours? You know, I really can't even think of one until like we started dating. Babe, there has to be one. Come there on. Really was, there really wasn't. Like when I tell you, I had no action or <laughs> any kind of. <laughs> any any kind of uh damn i've been blocking my face with my knee the whole time or, okay. any, or any kind of uh like romantic interest until i was 18 i really didn't you know i really didn't what who were you as a kid tell, tell us like what like what were you like like what what was your thing what was your vibe i think i was just really shy like i was just overly shy like i just really struggled like i had friends but like it was it was really tough for me to get out of my shell. Like I hated public speaking, didn't like any kind of team activity. That's so crazy because like I feel like you're the complete opposite of that now. Yeah, but I mean, as a child, like I I guess I just never really felt like I fit in. Yeah, I get you know? that. I remember when we went to like your friend's wedding, and like most of the people there, they were just like. Luke has always been just so... I mean, you, you put on a good front because people thought you were very mysterious. Like, it never was, like, posed as, like, an insecurity. They just thought that you were just a super mysterious... I never belonged to one group. I think that's yeah. probably where that came from. Because yeah. it's like... I, I, I could be there, 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 mm-hmm. there, and there all at the same time. Mm-hmm. So... But never fully out of yeah. my shell. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just a participant. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would have to say that you definitely were my first love. Better be your only love, you know. I better be your only <laughs> and you your are. last. You are honestly like sometimes like you know when people like leave a relationship and they our hop kid, on. Our kids are, will be our next loves. You think so? Yeah. Do you think our kids are gonna like you more than me? Mm, does our dog? <laughs> does our dog? I don't know. Does does she? <laughs> I do feel like our kids are going to like you more. Nah, I think it's going to be pretty even. I think it's going to be even. Like, I feel like I'm going to be the parent. Like, if anything's wrong, they're going to be like, ooh, I got to tell mom because I know she's going to pull up. Like, I know she's going to do what she needs to do. I, I also know, You're like... You're just, like, a really safe place. Yeah, I feel me, like I'm for safe. For me and a lot of people. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. And I'm not even saying that to just be arrogant. I know, like, I, like I bring a lot of warmth and I yeah. just want to continue to be a warm person. Do you have any other questions you want to ask me? You know, I don't get to come on here very often. <laughs> Babe, shut up. This is like the most random because I don't, I don't want to leave the people just digging I for scraps. I hope this is going to make the cut. This is going to make the cut. Okay, good. Because um, I'm not the best podcast guest, guys. I'm okay, but I'm not the best. You're a listener and I'm a venter. Right. So <laughs> Janelle asked me a deep question. I go, yup. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. <laughs> you know, your favorite time to have deep conversations is when we're driving in the car. Yeah. Like, you like to go I for like drives list- and just talk. I like talk. listening more. I really do. I like listening more. Because you'd be so exhausted from talking to people all the time. It is draining. Yeah. I guess, like, what would you say to someone that is really just, like... Because I feel like Valentine's Day, we don't think about just, like... We, we can't just think about romantic partners. We also have to think about it in, like, in its essence of, like, just love in general and struggling with love because 
when I would when I would be spending a lot of Valentine's Day like alone just in school and even at home sometimes it wasn't of the precinct of like of having like um, a special partner it was more so what is love and like how does that feel and like I know it's just another day and stuff but I think you know if you don't have a set example of what love looks like you have to kind of figure out a way to to create that for yourself so I mean, yeah. Like What's some advice you could give someone? Like we've talked about, like you can't think about it as Valentine's Day. You need to think about Valentine's life. Yeah. You know, because if you're only treating yourself and your your other half or your parents or mm-hmm. whoever you love good just on Valentine's Day, then you're already, you're failing. Yeah. You know, because you're supposed to treat people the same way every day. Yeah. You know, so if I treat you like shit, and then I just give you flowers and mm-hmm. cook and chocolates on Valentine's mm-hmm. Day, and I say I love you so much. Mm-hmm. And then I go right back to treating you like shit. Mm-hmm. And there's really no meaning in the day. It's true. You know, it's just a cele- I think it's supposed to be a celebration of, you know, whatever love that you have, and even if you're spending it, it by yourself, even if you're spending it by yourself, and even if like you're still trying to understand love, I think that's why I always go back to like you got to date yourself first. Right, because if you can't love yourself, you can't love another person. Very, or very even true. your family. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> Therapy, therapy, and a lot of self exploration. Yeah, a lot. And of remember, remember, therapy is usually only one hour a week. You got to do the homework. You got to think about all those other hours in the week mm-hmm. that you need to take care of everything, including yourself. You got to do the homework. Right. Well, thank you guys so is much. Is that it? Yeah, I mean, like, let's do you, keep going. Do you do you want to keep going? Yeah, how long has it been? It's been almost an hour, babe. Nah. Uh huh. The first has. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Ask another question, uh, Luke. Are you serious? I mean, you don't have to. <laughs> do you want me to ask another let's, question? Let's ask one more question. <laughs> okay how about you right, ask? i'll just ask you the last question okay babe our did, great, it, feel like our it, great, did it feel like it went by fast hold on i want to ask our great podcast creator <laughs> janelle roberts a question okay what does love mean to you that's so broad what does it mean when do you think about it i don't think of love as like a meaning i think of love as like a feeling okay so when I think of like love, I think of like, what does love feel like to me? Mm-hmm. Love feels very warm. And when I say warm, I think of, I feel safe. Like your favorite jacket? Like your favorite jacket or like, you know, being at home underneath like your favorite blanket or, you know, like taking a hot towel out of the, out of the dryer type of warmth. Mm-hmm. I also think about love like whenever you're around someone you have to pay attention to how you're feeling around them so like if you're feeling unsafe you need to pay attention to that mm-hmm. if you are feeling unwanted you need to pay attention to that if you're having intrusive thoughts you need to pay attention to that because those people might be making you feel like you aren't loved and they might be making you feel like you aren't wanted but then also there's also that feeling that you know you might be feeling this way and then sometimes it's very hard to separate 
the reality from the way that things actually are sometimes Mm. things really are just how they are but then there's also like the reality like sometimes we have like i said multiple times i've had a hard time accepting love because it was very hard for me to be vulnerable and that goes back to not setting boundaries having people pleasing tendencies growing up with a narcissist and stuff so I say, you know, love for me first has to be with the feeling of how I make myself feel. And then once I have an understanding of how I make myself feel, then I'm able to like focus on other relationships where I'm able to identify easier who is for me and who isn't for me. So I think of love as more of a feeling because like, I I don't think, I think like if I had, if I had to describe like our love and how much I love you, I don't think I can there's not words there's no words for it it's actions right it's actions like it's like i know what i would do for you like i know how far i would go for you like if we had a kid for catch inst- a body for me yeah if we had a kid for instance like every time someone has a kid right they don't say you make me feel this way they say words cannot describe how much i love you mm-hmm. because there are just aren't enough words last question and then we're gonna wrap up the to all the people podcast <laughs> okay what would you tell teenage Janelle about love knowing what you know now because I'm sure I'm sure as a kid you probably had feelings of not knowing if you deserve love coming from the childhood that you had I think I would just say you are enough like you're like you're like more than enough like I think I would just say that like I just want you to know like you're enough like you're gonna you're gonna all of these things that feel so heavy right now you know this probably will probably be some of the worst like days of your life but you're gonna be fine and you're enough you're more than enough do not settle for the bare minimum do not change your life do not change your career for anyone do not change your dreams for anyone you're enough just as you are keep on that path keep staying focused keep staying true to you love yourself love yourself i wish someone would have just looked at me and said hey are you okay Mm -hmm. more of that i think people deserve more of that is everything all right change someone's day yeah is everything all right yeah is everything all right with you yeah i kind of want some cookies but no babe we cannot do the cookies okay we cannot do the cookies. We cannot. You're telling me no because you love me. I'm telling you no because I love you. And I'm telling you no because we've had a deep ass conversation about the goals that we are trying to achieve this year. Right. And we can't begin that COVID 40 like we did during COVID because we've been on lockdown for, 40? T- for two days. Seems like a COVID 50. We've been on lockdown. You think you gained 50 pounds? No. Nah. We've been on lockdown for two days and we are going, we've been eating. A little bit. We've been, we need, we've been eating and we need to chill, but we need to chill out. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all, you guys. Do you have any last words, babe? It's just uh, an honor to be. Oh, it's just an honor and a privilege to <laughs> <laughs> to be on the podcast for for a second time. Uh, I was I was fiddling with my mic quite a bit there in the beginning, so you hopefully are. you didn't give up, and that's it. Okay. Thanks for having me. I love you. <laughs>
I love you more. You're Thank the best. you guys so much. Thank you, babe. No and next week we're gonna have some more really cool episodes. Like I said before, I will be with Noble Group. The link is in my link tree. I will be doing a step by step guide of how to manifest your dream life, and I will also be doing a step by step guide of how to break free from generational cycles of abuse. This will be incredibly exclusive content where you will see a lot of clips and pictures that I don't necessarily get to show on the podcast and on my TikTok. So this will be a very immersive experience. Each video is over 25 to 30 minutes long there's a more vip package that's 45 minutes long and the first one is 30 minutes most of the money is going to be donated to lgbtqia communities and bipoc and i just want to say thank you guys so much for listening to me and luke ramble on this podcast i wish you all nothing but the best we have some really really cool unique voices coming on um, in the next two weeks so i'm so excited for that um, we're going to have a therapist emdr trauma therapist we're going to go more in depth about freeing yourself from cycles of abuse we're going to talk to a lot of great you know poc influences that you love um we'll be taking a trip to new york very soon so i just want to say thank you so much for having us stay tuned stay tuned all right bye bye